Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now, Hall H. Paddle, I'm Alex. I'm Pete. And on Marvel Vision, we are going to be talking about the big Hall H panel that happened at San Diego Comic-Con this past weekend. So many announcements. So many things went down. Pete, I know you're a little under the weather. Were you getting yourself up from your sickbed to scroll things on Twitter, find out what was happening in the world of Marvel, or were you? did you catch up with it later? How did you... Well, luckily, um, I uh, su- subscribed to our Patreon, and uh, you were so nice to break everything down. I was yeah. just able to follow it there, and I uh, felt very informed. So, uh, yeah, I got to watch the trailers as you kind of posted about them. So I uh, felt very in the loop. Uh, thanks, Pete. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, but I was definitely watching on Twitter. I... Other than being in the room, and I have been in the room at Hall H when they've done those panels. I was there specifically when they showed off the Infinity War paddle. And to be like brutally honest to myself about it, I like cried when they showed the Infinity War paddle. Wow. Uh, it was just this moment. First of all, like the whole panel was great. And the way that they do those panels is just, it's such a show when you're in the room, like the feeling there being with 6,000 other fans is just electric. But there was something about seeing that surprise trailer for the first time of Infinity War that I was like, oh my God, they pulled it off. This thing that I've pictured in my head from reading comics the entire my entire life, I can't believe they did it. So I, I don't know. I'm very envious of the people that were in the room, but I was definitely like multiple tabs on Twitter and the Patreon Slack, what you're talking about. But so many things went down. So I figure... Why don't we go through them phase by phase and kind of talk about everything, give it a couple of minutes, and uh, talk about some of the big announcements. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So let's kick it off with the big thing uh, that began it. There was new a trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which is coming out to Disney Plus August 17th. What did you think about this, Pete? There's been a lot of concern about the CGI in the show of She-Hulk in particular, but we finally got to see more of the show. We're definitely pretty close now. How are you feeling about it? Man, it looks great. Um, I know initially I was kind of like, yo, uh, don't make this whack. But I feel like it really looks good now. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, It's quirky how I like my She-Hulk, which is great. It's fun. I, I like her. You know, I love the sister big brother energy that it's bringing. Uh, yeah, I'm, it feels like it's going to be a fucking great, great, uh, show. I cannot wait. Well, here's the thing that I'll say that I'm sure is going to make you bad at me. The She Hulk CGI. Maybe still, don't say it then. She Hulk CGI still doesn't look good, but I also think like the Hulk CGI has never looked that great 
you know, a lot of the full body characters that Marvel does and CGI just don't look good. But it also doesn't matter once you get them talking and once they're doing stuff. Um, and I think that's the important thing because Tatiana Maslany is so good. And like you said, it's very a very Fleabag tone, I think, to it. I don't know if you've seen Fleabag, the Phoebe Waller-Bridge show, which is so awesome oh, and you man, should check yeah, out. It's hysterical. Uh, but it definitely has that with her turning to the camera and looking at the camera, that moment of like both her and Tolk doing it. Very fun, yeah. though, at the same time. Um, and I think like... Uh, the other thing that I think was pretty exciting about it is you have a bunch of guest stars, right? You have Tim Roth is coming in as Emil Bosky, the abomination, Benedict oh, yeah. Wong is Wong. And we got a very subtle reveal at the end there of what looks like Daredevil in a new costume. Yeah. How are you feeling about that, Pete? There's going to be more to talk about with Daredevil in a second, but go ahead. Well, then maybe I should just wait because I don't want to say something. You would just be like, no, wait, no, no, okay. go for it. Go for it. It's fine. We're a free form okay. podcast. All right, well, if you get Daredevil, that means Foggy's right there. You know what I mean? Foggy's mm-hmm. behind him all the way, helping him out. Making oh, you sure. think like he's just off screen? Like Daredevil flips in Dude, to talk to She-Hulk and Foggy's like, me She-Hulk, too. If you're doing a She-Hulk, if you're doing a She-Hulk talking about law, you know what you're going to need? Fucking Foggy Nelson right there to fucking do, because he's the one holding down all the cases while Daredevil's Are you going to nice. need him, or are you just going to need the lawyer that you already have? Fuck you, man. All right, maybe we should move on. You want to move on to the next thing in phase four? I mean, I think this is the big thing, so this is almost jumping to the end in a certain way. But the next thing that's happened in phase four is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Which ended the panel, of course it did, showing off the first trailer for the movie, as well as officially revealing that we are going to see, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but Tena Cuerta as Namor. In the movie, it's going to be not the Atlanteans, because they seem to be a different civilization, um, fighting against Wakanda in a certain way. Uh, Pete, I I will just put out there, I have not watched a trailer multiple times in a row in forever. Like, I legitimately cannot remember the last time that I did that. Like, mostly I'll watch a trailer and be like, no, that was pretty good. Or, oh, I'm excited for that movie. I watched that five times in a row and cried harder every single time that I watched oh it. Oh, my God. You Exactly. Every time I watched Wakanda Forever, I cried, and I saw it a lot. <laughs> like, a lot. I, w- I don't know if I'm ever going to stop watching this movie when it comes out. It's I am so excited for this movie. So fucking I, excited. Here's Everything about this movie is exciting. I, it honestly, casting is bananas. (laughs) I can't wait to see what they're going to do with Riri. I cannot believe the Namor that we're getting. I've never been excited about Namor and I am very excited about the idea of Namor versus Wakanda is amazing. I feel like we're sort of like Namor looks great, first of all, but also we're underplaying like that shot of. Again, whatever we're eventually calling them, but like hanging onto the humpback whale and yeah. using that as their vehicle is amazing. That is an amazing shot. The way the trailer was cut together was absolutely phenomenal. The music was incredible. We were having a, a little bit of a debate about this on um, the Patreon Slack a little bit because some people were feeling like, 
that using No Woman, No Cry, which is uh, from Barb Marley, who's from Jamaica, was a weird fit with something that is about an African civilization. But I disagree with that. I think the music was perfect because, first of all, you get the lyrics absolutely matching the emotion of what's happening yeah, that's in what's, the trailer. Because it's like they're letting you know, like, oh, you're about to fucking cry your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I will say also there are some interpretations of No Woman, No Cry that are Bob Marley being like, no woman, no, don't cry. Like, that's the interpretation of it. And oh, no, there, no, please t- tell me more about Bob Marley and uh, no, how. No, 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 uh, but I'm saying, like, I thought that was an interesting interpretation is uh, some folks were saying that, like, it is T'Challa telling everybody, like, no, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. That's not how I interpreted it. Because it felt like this ironic thing of like, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. You kick into the Kendrick Lamar all right, which is fucking awesome. And it's like, no, everything's going to go wrong. And that's when you get that Angela Bassett line Oh yeah, that I'm like, oh, God, oh, I'm sobbing. Uh, where she talks about her whole family being yeah. gone. That, yeah. Are you crying right now? No, I'm just I don't. Oh, okay, you look down for a second. So yeah, I don't want to cry. I'm fighting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm we, fighting it. I'll mention as like a side note. I watched it and then I showed it to my wife and son the next day, and my son asked some question about it, like why did they do this thing uh, specifically? I think about the Angela Bassett line, and my wife and I looked at each other. We we're like, uh, uh, <laughs> because uh, I got uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just balls I, 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 I can't say it out loud without crying. Uh, but I want to throw out a little like uh, theory question to you. So she says in the line, and this is something that people have picked up on quite a bit. But she says, "I am the leader of the most power." I'm paraphrasing here, but I'm the leader of the most powerful country in the world, and my whole family is gone. What does that mean for Shuri? Because Shuri is part of her family. Yeah, but I think Shuri is going to make some choices that mm-hmm. maybe leave her uh, alone. I don't know. But first off, it's just so powerful and so amazing. And, oh, my God, I've just – I'm so excited for this goddamn movie. Like uh, – Yes. Well, wait. Hold I on. I don't want to skip past the Shuri thing because I think, like, there's a couple of possibilities here, Right. There's one, some people have speculated that in the white costumes, maybe there's some sort of wedding going on. There's that quick shot or there. So it maybe, seems like a funeral. I don't know. I, I thought it was a funeral as well. Uh, but there was speculation that it was a wedding. Maybe she's captured by Namor. Maybe she's killed. I don't think she's going to be killed necessarily. Um, but something is going to happen to her. The other bit of speculation point is we do get a shot of somebody in the Black Panther costume at the end. Yeah, so do. who do you think it is? I, I, have, I have no idea, but um, I'm I'm excited to find out. The part that got me is Okoye going, Wakanda forever. Oh, the whole trailer got me. The water birth, everything in the beginning, everybody barely holding in their emotions. Oh, my God. Oh, it's amazing. And the last thing that I'll mention, this is a very side thing, and I'm not saying this to be mean. I just thought it was very funny. There's this video passed around of the whole cast hugging on stage after the trailer was shown. And if you go watch the video, Kevin Feige is there, and he's, like, standing outside the hug circle, and he keeps, like, taking little steps in and being like, oh, 
Oh, can I get a hug? Can I get a hug? I worked on it too. I'm Kevin Feige. I don't know if you guys know me. Is it cool? Maybe. No. Can I get a little hug? Anyway, very funny video, uh, but goddamn, that movie looks amazing. God damn. Why don't we move on? Oh, go ahead. It just, I, 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 like this has gone through so much, and there have been people who are like, how do you do this without Chadwick Boseman? How do you keep going? But like the fact that the Cougs is at the helm makes me feel really good. And the people that they have are just phenomenal actors. And I feel like they made such a good choice of using it and leaning into it. And I feel like this is going to be a great movie to grieve an unbelievable actor. And that was the thing that I was uh, about to say at the beginning of our discussion here. Like, if I'm sobbing uh, for two minutes of a trailer, what is going to happen to the theater? I, know. I don't know how I'm going to leave, though. Like, I feel like I'm going to, like, keep wanting. I watched the trailer so many times that, like, how, I, I, I have a thing where I watch movies over and over again and TV shows that I love. And I don't know how I'm going to stop watching this movie. Well, I kept thinking about it in terms of going to the theater and sobbing and then immediately thought of the first time I saw Black Panther was you and I saw it in the theater together in 4D. And I've told this story before, but I remember you got so many snacks and you put yeah. them on your lap and then those are the sheets, seats that shake you and yeah. the snacks were just like vibrating <laughs> and bouncing around on your lap. Yeah. And I just had this picture of you with like your lap covered in snacks at a 4D theater, just sobbing and crying, sh- snacks bouncing everywhere. That was the main takeaway that I had. Yeah, you got to hold on to your seat because you're going to be shake crying, I think, in this fucking movie, man. All right, why don't we move on and talk about Phase 5. This is something we didn't get to see uh, outside of the room, but Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania showed off apparently a trailer or some footage. But the big things that we can talk about are Bill Murray is in the movie. We know Kang is the villain. There was a tease of him there. And also, this was one of the most exciting things to me. Bodok is in the movie we don't know. That's who. exciting. That makes me worried. That Modoc hey, go is crazy. It. Have the weirdest things possible in Ant Man of the Wasp Quantum Media. Why not? I guess. I mean, I would think Mojo more than Modoc, but all right. I mean, if you're gonna Mojo doesn't make as much sense for Ant Man of the Wasp. I think Modoc. I wonder if they'll get Patton Oswald to do it like live action after he did it in the animated show. I think that would be fun. Be interesting. And who do you think Bill Murray is playing? Because apparently that's a mysterious role. Probably Bill Murray. Yeah, I that was my thought too. I hope. Next one that we didn't get to see a lot of is Secret Invasion, which is going to be launching spring 2023. But basically, I thought that would have been right after we did. We talked about scrolls. You know, I thought that would have been like, all right, Secret Invasion. But it's crazy that that has been pushed. You know, we're finally getting Secret Invasion. I thought that would have been more of a first out of the kind of next phase, you know? Yeah, I I will say the biggest news that I felt came out of the Secret Invasion thing, which is so weird, 
is they sent out the press release and they announced uh, the official cast of Secret Invasion, which includes Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. We got uh, Kingsley Benadir, Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, uh, Colby Damn. Smulders is going to be there as Maria Hill. And then they announced that Regé Jean Page, who people might know from Bridgerton, is going to be in Secret Invasion. And then very quickly, a couple of hours later, sent out a press release saying, actually, he's not in Secret Invasion. Which was very weird. I have never in my life seen that in a press release. Never seen that sort of thing happen ever. So I can't even begin to speculate what happened there other than maybe he was in it at some point and then left the project. And that whoever did the press release didn't get the memo about that. But very weird. Yeah. Uh, the other one, maybe a little more stuff to talk about here, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Again, we didn't get to see any of the footage. James Gunn later said that was because the VFX wasn't necessarily done. But we did get a bunch of new details about that, including Maria Bakalova, who people might know from Borat 2, is going to be doing the voice of Cosmo, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. And more exciting for me, this is one of my favorite Marvel characters, and I know you're probably going to be like, really? Save us with Modoc. Uh, but Chukwudi Uwuji, who was in Peacemaker, you might remember he was the head of the team there for yeah. a little while, is going to be high evolutionary in the film. So presumably the film's villain. What do you think about that, Pete? Well, first off, love the... Um that actor so i was happy to see more uh but yeah that's a different different turn i think it's great and i think it's really my suspicion is it's going to dive into rocket's origins a lot which are mm. going to be sad and terrible and disturbing yeah, and really fucked up yeah that's where guardians of the galaxy is best so i'm very excited to see that all right, to run through a couple of other things and stop me if you want to talk more about them, but we got Echo is going to be debuting summer 2023. We got Loki season two also coming summer 2023. Then Ironheart, who, as you mentioned, is going to be debuting in a big way in Black Panther 2, is going to be streaming fall 2023. And then we got a different title here, Agatha. Previously, Agatha House of Harkness is now Agatha Coven of Chaos. Ooh, it's nice. coming in winter 2023. What do you think about that? What's your speculation about the title change, Pete? Um, it's exciting title change. I feel like it got bump up. Agatha, not only a great actor, but also fun in that show. And I'm excited to see, to get more with that character because such a fun character. A couple of other ones. The Marvels, which we already know, is going to hit theaters on July 28th, 2023. Blade is Come shooting this October, Pete. And it's coming to theaters in November 3rd, 2023. Just missing Halloween, but that's okay. It's all good. I think we'll roll with it. Uh, but the big new ones that got revealed, which we could definitely talk about, we kind of knew this was happening, but we got a title for it. May 3rd, 2024, Captain America New World Order. Yeah. So just based on the title, we know this is the Sam Wilson starring Captain America film. Yeah. We know it's from the team that brought us Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, what do you think, Pete? What do you expect is going to happen in Captain America New World Order? Well, I'm excited to just kind of see Sam being Cap, you know? I, mm -hmm. I just want a lot of that. Um, but 
I, I'm I'm excited to see what the shield means to him and how he wields it and the choices that he makes. I think it's uh when Sam is cap, it really opens things up uh, and uh, brings fr- some freshness to the role. So I'm I'm very excited. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of uh, world championship wrestling, right? Isn't NWO one of the wrestlers there or a team or something like that? Yep. You really uh, got your finger on the pulse, buddy. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Uh, but it should be interesting. I was not the biggest fan of the TV series, but I'm willing to give this a chance because Anthony Mackie is rad. But then we got an even bigger announcement, Pete. You got to be losing your mind about this. We teased it earlier in the podcast, but Daredevil born again, an 18 episode season with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. 18 episodes coming to Disney plus. What is this? The CW (laughs) Disney plus in spring 2024. What do you think? What's your immediate gut reaction? How are you feeling, Pete? I mean, the fact that Kingpin is back is very exciting. Um, He's going to have a big hole in his face after Hawkeye. Echo shot him right in the face. How is he going to deal with that? In his the big face. In the face. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we'll probably get some pr- before, before yeah, he was shot be in the face. He'll probably be an Echo. It'll probably be fine. So I wouldn't worry about it. We'll too see much. what happens. I mean, I hope it starts with him just staring at an all white painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And being like, I'm going to make. An omelet for myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 18 episodes is a lot. That was my big reaction. It's, it's a, a fucking lot. lot, brah. I have to imagine they're going to split that up into like three, six episode, part one, part two, part three. Again, Maybe we were so. talking about this on the Patreon stack. I think what they're going to do is yeah. it's going to be six episodes of Just Foggy. You know what I mean? Uh, And then six episodes of just Kingpin uh, and then six episodes of Daredevil. I thought you were going to say six episodes of Foggy, six episodes of Karen, three to five episodes of Foggy and Karen. (laughs) And then maybe they'll get around to Daredevil. And then maybe a cameo as John Bernthal as the Punisher. Here's what I hope. Uh, My suspicion is that they're going to do three, six episodes, parts because, like, essentially they want to do three seasons, but they don't want to pay people for three seasons, which is shitty behavior, but whatever. Uh, that's how they run their business. But my fondest hope is they actually do it as a law procedural. Like, that is the best case scenario. If they doom, do doom, it. Doom, 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 right? Do it like a law and order. Doom, do doom, it like doom, an doom, LA law, something doom. like that. How fun would that be? Like, it would just not be fun. I don't want to take a show that I love and then put it in another thing. No, I think it would be. You gotta if you're gonna do that many episodes, you gotta have like a Punisher, like two, two episode arc. Sure, come on, that's fine. Come I on. think they're bringing them all back. The rumor come is Kristen on. Ritter is gonna come back as Jessica Jones. Oh, that would be sick. She is supposed You're to be back get some potentially Luke Cage Echo that? or she got to come on with the yeah. Luke Cage. He's busy. He's got evil. But the uh, last thing that I wanted to say about this, there's a lot of talk about it's called Daredevil Born Again. Are they going to do the Born Again arc from the comics, you which they to. already did, but they already did it in season three of Daredevil. I yeah, think it's, it's Born Again. I think it's just a title. I think it's just like a metaphorical title of It Is Born Again. We had Daredevil on Netflix. Here's the Disney Plus Daredevil. Let's go. And the last thing we should probably talk about there is he seems to have a new costume that brings in the red and yellow. Are you excited what? for that, Pete? The yellow. Wow. That's that's some 
I love. Well, that makes me worried that they're gonna redo his origin. Then I don't want nah, to. I think it's like we again. talked about a lot of the podcast. I think it's all in continuity until it doesn't need to be. Like they're not gonna mention it. They're not gonna be like. Wait, so you're saying they're not gonna have Ben Affleck in it? Is that what you're saying? And that's the same character, right? Like he was Ben Affleck, and then he morphed into Charlie Cox, like yep. uh, morph animals. Wow, what they're called wow. Last thing in Phase 5, though, before we get to the big Phase 6 news, Thunderbolts is coming. Ah, is coming July 26th, 2024. We don't have a lot of details here other than we know it's going to be some heroes we know, some heroes we don't. What do you think about this, Pete? Well, first off, uh, I'm not that excited because... I don't know if I want Thunderbolts. All right, all right. Well, let me back up the truck a little bit. Thunderbolts, the comic, was fire, was so great, was so much fun. I don't know how I feel about seeing that happen in real life because I feel like it would hurt my heart. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Interesting way of taking it. I'm very excited. I love... I've wanted a, I don't know if they're going to go this route, but I've wanted a villain team in the MCU. So very, very long. I think like we've had all these heroes. We always have them fight a big Hulk-esque guy. And that's pretty much it. Like a big muscly guy, you know? So give us something different. Give us somebody that's going to go against the Avengers, go against the heroes and be a match for them as a team. I assume we're going to see Yelena Belova on that. I assume we're going to see Zemo on that. I assume we're going to see U.S. Agent on that. But I assume we're going to see a couple of other characters as well. And I think that's going to be very, very fun. So I'm very Why excited. is it fun to see bad guys pretend to be superheroes? Well, it's fun to see them. It depends on what take they get, right? Like, there could be the Dark Avengers take. For anybody who isn't familiar with the Dark Avengers comic book, that's where Norman Osborn put together a team of villains who basically dressed up in the heroes' costumes. So you got Venom and Spider-Man. You got Bullseye as Hawkeye and a bunch of other folks like that. Or you've got the Baron Zemo take, which is they pretend again, they pretended to be heroes while they were actually villains and doing their villain plans. But the whole thrust of Thunderbolts, however you do it, is these people who are doing bad, but also have this germ of good in them that's fighting against it. So it's not about them doing fucked up shit. It's about them doing fucked up shit and then realizing slowly that they got to be better. And I don't know. I think there's something fun about that arc to watch. So I think it'll be exciting. It's Suicide Squad. It's the same sort of thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It kind of is, though. (laughs) Whatever it is, it's a new thing, potentially, that we're going to see. And it's going to be some characters we see again. And then, finally, we're getting into Phase 6, which is ramping up really quickly. It is ending what is now called the Multiverse Saga, following up with the Infinity Saga, which was the first decade of Marvel films and phase six. Here's what we know so far. And I say so far because there's definitely more coming probably at D23 in September when they have their big panel there. But we got Fantastic Four is hitting theaters November 8th, 2024. Production kicks off next year for that. And then we got it following up with two Avengers films, Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025, which we now know this wasn't at the panel. But it was announced earlier today. It's going to be directed by Destin 
Daniel Cretton. I'm like, I got his name. I'll actually look it up. The guy who directed Shang-Chi is going to be directing oh, Avengers of the Kang shit. Dynasty. And then TBD director, but Avengers Secret Wars is coming out November 7th, 2025. Wow. Pete, what are you doing with this mind-blowing information? I just got to stay alive until then, man. That's it. That's it? And then you can die? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is so much to unpack here. Destin Daniel Cretton, that's his name. I did get it kind of right. Um, but we got Fantastic Four. There's so many questions, marks there in terms of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have John Krasinski or do you go somewhere else? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like they're going to have a different cast, but maybe not. But we got to know who the director is. We got to know who the cast is. What's going to yeah. happen? Who's the villain? I, is Jesse Alba going to be there? Like, where's Michael absolutely. Chiklis? Where what is happening? Is Chris Evans coming back to the MCU <laughs> this time as Johnny Storm? What is going to happen? Uh, yeah, there's lots of questions about Fantastic What's Four. The and the wild thing is, like, it's 2024, Pete. It's coming out in, like, a little over two years at this point. So this is not them saying phase six ten years from now. It's phase six two years from now. So this is something, again, we were discussing on the Slack a little bit, but like... There's too many phases. We're, we're in too deep. Well, this is the question. Is, is there too much happening too quickly here? Because we yes. had phases one through... Okay. I, yes. <laughs> I, I'm worried that there is too much happening because what was so great was everything was so well-picked and... There was people at Marvel who wrote the comics, had input on the movies. There's so many shows, so many movies now. It can't have the same care and the same eyes and the same people curating and making these decisions. It's just being cranked out. And I feel like the sausage isn't as good. You know what I mean? I'm worried that the quality of the sausage is going to go down. We'll see. I mean, I think, first of all, we're going to watch the Marvel stuff, whatever, because that's how we're wired, right? And there's a yeah. lot of other people that are wired that way. I think the other thing is people have been unsure about Phase 4, and rightly so, because there's been a lot of setup in a lot of different directions. But the proof is going to be when they get to Phase 5, are they starting to bring things together? Are they starting to bring feds together? Is there something we could hook into like the Infinity Gauntlet, like the Infinity Stones, and if not, then I do think they have a problem. But if we start to see a clear path to Kang Dynasty, to Secret Wars, then I think people's opinions will change. Also, why are we talking about like Spider-Man homeschooled or Spider-Man home and, and stuck at home mm -hmm. and quarantined at home? You know what well, I, mean? I, I do think in phase six, there's a lot of spaces, right? Like they have three movies in there over 2024 and 2025. There's a lot more stuff that's going to get filled in. My big theory, I think we're going to get, I think D23, we're going to get, hey, we showed you off Fantastic Four, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Here's the other side of that timeline. And they're going to reveal Deadpool 3, Spider-Man 4, X-Men leading into all of this stuff. I think they got to do it, right? Like before you bring on Secret Wars in particular, which is going to hopefully be bigger Secret, Secret than even Endgame or Infinity War, you got to have X-Men in there. You got to have Fantastic Four in there. You got to have every single character in there. You bring back an alternate universe version of RDJs. 
Iron Man, Chris Evans, all of that stuff. Like, it's got to be the biggest thing of all time, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be crazy to see him come back and do that. I mean, the other thing that I'll throw out at you while we're talking about this phase six stuff, and we've talked about this before, but I think the key thing is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, where they started talking about incursions. And for those who aren't familiar with the comic books, this was a big long run by Jonathan Hickman and a bunch of different awesome artists where they introduced this concept of a multiversal Earth crashing into each other. And spoiler, I don't know if they're going to go this way, but spoiler that in the first issue of his take on Secret Wars, the Fantastic Four in particular are trying to stop the final incursion from destroying Earth and they lose they they the earth is destroyed and it's only through machinations of i think it was doctor doom that he managed to hold together a patchwork planet of various realities so my suspicion here i don't know necessarily i think they're going to like sub kang in for doctor doom in this scenario but i think that's what we're going to get i think we're going to get fantastic four not necessarily being an origin story but dealing with incursions kang dynasty specifically being like getting a riff on the Kang Dynasty comics where Kang rules the Earth. And then ultimately that causes this final incursion that kicks off Secret Wars with this patchwork planet. I think that's the path that we're heading on. But obviously we're far out, so we'll see. We we are far out. Because I think what you're missing is Kang Dynasty is actually going to parallel Duck Dynasty in our uh, world. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I think that's yeah. a good theory as well. But this is all very exciting. How are you? It sounds like you're a little, to kind of wrap it up here, trepidatious about too much Marvel stuff over the next couple of years. Is that I am a little trepidatious. I'm a little nervous. Um, uh, I also haven't seen a good Fantastic Four movie yet, so I'm a little worried about them going back in on Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? So, like, that's a dangerous kind of property you're fucking around with. We'll see. That's what uh, Marvel always does, though, right? They fuck around, and then they find out, and what they find out is people like it. Fuck around (laughs) and find out. There you go. All right, very exciting stuff. Lots of other stuff that needs to be filled in there, as our third host, Justin, mentioned. Armor Wars, a series that seems to have fallen off the schedule somehow. Uh, There's a couple of other things. Uh, We didn't really even talk about the animated stuff. There was a big animated panel, but we got a new season of What If that's coming up, a spinoff in Marvel Zombies, a third season of Marvel's uh, What If has been ordered. Also, we got Spider-Man Freshman Year, that seems to be an alternate universe take on Spider-Man. That's animated as well. And we've got X-Men 97, which is continuing X-Men the Animated Series. Series, which is also I mean, very that's exciting. Very exciting. It is very exciting. You hear that theme? Oh, come on. I mean, come it on, was, man. It's uh it brings you back. I mean, that's classic 90s right there. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'll throw out something specifically for this podcast. This isn't coming out until August 10th, but uh, I saw the first five episodes. Well, the five episodes of I Am Groot which is the shorts what? all around Groot. You motherfucker. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh but they're great. Like, I was very surprised. Uh, they're super fun. They, Why are you surprised? That's fucking... Well, I don't know. I feel like the short stuff on Disney Plus is a little bit of a mixed bag, kind of. Come on, dude. Uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the uh, uh, to the uh, Thor's Hammer. It was a ton of fun. 
Yes. Regardless, this feels like lost episodes from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And it actually, single-handedly, even though they're all like three minutes long, made me more excited for the future of the MCU. So I think there's a lot of of stuff happening. So you're saying there's some hope. I'm saying there's a chance. Yeah. And there's a chance you can support us at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about the Marvel Universe. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, stay marvelous. Mm-hmm. <laughs>